What is up, everyone? Welcome to Frames and Fools Fast and Furious Edition. This is Dylan here with... with who, Who's with me? Who's with me right now? <laughs> My co-host. It's murder. <laughs> uh, ja Rule is here. Uh, and I'm ja Henry. Um, and with us today, we have an incredibly, incredibly special guest, uh, our resident Fast and Furious expert, Matt. How are you? I am doing well. I'm doing well. I just got finished watching this for like the third time. Uh, Incredible. In the last week. So you watched good. it three times in this yeah. last week. Yeah, there was the me viewing and then there was the... Uh, you know scholarly viewing the text yeah the scholarly viewings the, two the academic the, viewing <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> the two scholarly viewings um well if you don't already know uh fools out there we're doing a fast and furious uh whole little series we're gonna watch all of them and this is the first one that we're gonna do <clears throat> Are we doing them uh, one by one? Did we decide what format we were going to do? I completely forgot. I want to do them one by one. I think they, they all deserve their own episode. Fuck. That's that's commitment to the joke. <laughs> Commit to the bit. <laughs> Here's the thing. After We won't do them every single week, but we'll do them uh, maybe once a month. So after nine months, we'll do them leading up to the... Uh, we're going to have a Fast and Furious baby. Is what yeah, we'll have me. a whole complete little series that we can release on our own. Uh, but they, we're going to do this leading up to the, the ninth one, Fast 9, yeah. uh, which is, or it's called the Fast Saga, or Fast 9, the Fast Saga. Was that the official title? Uh, yeah, I think so. It says, like, the Fast Saga. I love that, because it, it continues, like, the yeah. weird, because Fast 9, I was like, ah, that's softball for them. That's, like, too obvious. They had to add it's pretty the basic. saga, making yeah. it sound like the last one is just, like, a highlight reel of all of them. Like it's but just it's not even the last one. It's just, there's a tenth one. Oh my god! There's gonna be a tenth. <laughs> the ninth one is just a highlight reel of the past like eight movies, and then there's a tenth one. That's what I want. Yeah. No new footage whatsoever. Just just clips from all the other ones <laughs> with the, the Ja Rule soundtrack the entire way. Yes, please. That one comes out at the end of May, near me and Matt's birthday. Um, yeah. So we're gonna do this leading up to that, and then we'll do one. Hopefully, we'll be able to see that in theaters. If uh, this fucking bullshit ever ends. Um, so, <clears throat> with that out of the way, yeah, <laughs> we'll see about that. Uh, with that out of the way, um, we're going to jump into our movie moments. We like to do a little thing here on Frames and Fools called Movie Moments, uh, where we talk about something that happened in our week that felt like a movie. <clears throat> Does anybody have one? Henry, you got one? Doesn't look like you have one. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, uh, come back to me. Okay, um, I'll I'll hit one. Um, on Friday, me and uh, my roommate did like a no tech night, no technology. So like starting at like seven o'clock, we just like put our phones in a drawer and uh, hung out in the living room and played board games and listened to like late night NPR, which is pretty rad actually. They got some really good uh, DJ sets. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so you turned fifty. Yeah, yeah, we tried to go back in time, um, and it was super rad. It was honestly the closest thing I've gotten to like going to a bar that I've gotten in a very long time, because we just sat around and drank and talked for like three or four hours. Um, so if you're trying to replicate 
like a bar in your house, you're still in quarantine, uh, put all your technology away, turn the radio on, and just hang out with whoever you live with. Uh, it's pretty fun. My parents. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> my parents. Actually, now that I think about it, that's what my parents do, too. They go in the backyard and drink wine and just fucking talk. So I guess that makes sense. Anyway. It's the circle of life. Uh, it's, it's where we all end up. Some of us <laughs> earlier than life. others, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Henry, do you have a movie moment? I do. I do, actually. Because last week I swerved at the last moment and did a... I I picked a better movie moment to rise to the occasion of Nathan's like grand great movie moment. Yeah, that was an incredible yeah. week. Um but I had one written down actually from a couple weeks ago. I was oh, yeah, I was chilling there. I was dozing off. I was listening to something. Um oh god, what was it? Actually Matt, you go first. I got to figure this out real quick. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, Matt. Well, I recently adopted a dog. And uh so good. You know, she's she's pretty young so she gets pretty excited and it's been snowy here, so she's yeah. been like really excited about the snow. So every time we go on a walk, she's just like really oh. high energy and you know, we're trying to get her better on a leash, but she's yeah. just running around, running around, running around. Um oh. but late one night I was taking her out to go, you know, potty before bed kind of uh-huh. thing. So it was just a quick little jaunt around the block. Mm-hmm. And we were walking it had snowed a bunch, and it was really quiet. There were no cars. It was just really dark and just mm. kind of empty, and it was just us. And we were walking, and she just stopped mm-hmm. and just stared at this house that was across the street with all the lights off. Oh, no. And wouldn't move. Yo. <laughs> and she's normally, again, she's so high energy. She's bouncing around, bouncing around, and she just stopped and was staring. Oh, my God. Mark that. Like, Barking a little bit, just like, oh, fuck. And I was like, all right, let's go back. Let's go back. And we start walking, and she just wouldn't wouldn't move. She was just staring at it. Oh, my God. And then when I finally got her to start walking, she wouldn't break eye contact with it. So she was walking but watching it the whole way back to the house. It was super creepy. Holy shit. Nothing happened, but, like, it was very tense. And I was like, oh, God, if this is how I die. Yeah. Mark that (laughs) house on a map. And be like, don't ever go into that house. Oh, I'm eyeing it. Every time I've passed it since, I'm just like eyeing it. And I'm like, I don't... What's going on in there? I don't know. <laughs> Incredible. That was yeah, a good text. one, man. Thank you. Henry, you remember that song? Uh, movie moment? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was... So I was listening to a podcast, actually, and uh, called Homo Sapiens. And funny enough so they're on like season four or five or something by now and one of the co-hosts is the actor alan cumming but Mm -hmm. he didn't join as a co-host until season four or something but he was on an interview in an earlier season so he uh very famously starred in cabaret uh, i think both on stage and in the movie yeah and um at one point in the podcast he's talking about uh the book it's based on by Chris Isherwood. And then he mentions meeting this guy named Don Bacardi, who was Chris Isherwood's like life partner and finding himself at this house that Don Bacardi lives in Santa Monica overlooking the beach. And he's an artist and he, you know, paints people and he paints Alan coming in this tiny little studio in Santa Monica overlooking the beach, et cetera, et cetera. Um, And I was like kind of half dozing off when I was listening to it. And my eyes snapped open because I also met Don McCarty in Los Angeles. And 
at a Christmas party of all things and gave him some art. And then he was like, I'd like to return the favor. And then like the next day I went to his artist studio in Santa Monica, he painted me, but it literally, it was just the craziest thing hearing Alan coming, basically tell my story almost word for word. Yeah. Very, very trippy. Like it was one of those, like my eyes were just wide for a whole minute listening to something very, very strange. <laughs> Didn't you meet uh, the famous architect Frank Geary there as well and just had no idea who he was? No, I did. I think <laughs> someone told me at some point during the party. It was, yeah, it was kind of my first brush with LA a as a place where people are casually just names. Famous. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, here's Frank Geary. I was shaking his hand. I'm like, cool. Like, you know, like just LA yeah. shit. I don't know. That's what happens. It's really weird. One of my buddies just told me he, <clears throat> a few years ago, he met uh, Michelle Gondry and talked to him for like an hour. I had no idea who he was. Oh, no. And, <laughs> and then finally asked him, like, what do you do? He's like, oh, I'm a filmmaker. And he was like, anything I've heard of? And he said, Eternal Sunshine is Pilot's Mind. <laughs> he was oh like, God. oh, cool, fuck. <laughs> yeah, very cool, very cool. Cool, 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 cool. Cool, 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 cool. Speaking yeah, of. a few years ago, though. So. Yeah, speaking of famous people. Or speaking of uh, L.A. shit is what I was going to say. Sorry, and L.A. shit. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Segway us, Henry. Do the segue. Yeah, so speaking of L.A. shit, um, we're going to go to a a modern L.A. classic. This is actually, like, I mean, this is what, 20 years old at this point? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Vin Diesel looks so young and, like, he's so soft and shiny. But he's perfect. His body is perfect in this because now he's this hulking thumb man. And in this, he's like, you know. <laughs> he's turned into a thumb thumb from the Spy Kids. Um, but, yeah, everyone's, like, reasonably buff in this. I think every time I watch yeah. a movie before the MCU and everyone got yeah. like absolutely shredded with like the glue on dehydrated pecs. Like yeah. there was a time when people just looked normal when they're muscular. Um, yeah. Anyway, Fast and the Furious. We watched uh, the Fast and the Furious, the first one. Yes, we did. Uh, Matt, yes. when was the first time? I want to know your first experience with the Fast and Furious franchise um, and what it was like. And then when you saw this movie for the first time, because... Oh, it, it definitely would have been when I was like in middle school seeing Tokyo Drift, because mm -hmm. yeah. like that just would have been like the big one. Yeah, and that was the one that I think my cousins had it on DVD. Incredible! So it was always on. Like we had a basement where we'd play pool and hang out and stuff, and like that movie was on <laughs> with like a rotation of a couple other like just similarly vibed films. Beautiful, uh, you know, Riddick and shit like that. Oh, the, and you just the, have, the Vin Diesel uh, collection. Vin Diesel, mean. yeah, yeah, all that it's stuff. Like the DVD. And Tokyo Drift was the one that they were like super into, so it was always on. Incredible, uh, and I have a very soft spot for that movie. And then yeah. um, I never really like sat down and watched any of them until the seventh one came out. Same. Um, I think we saw them at the same time. Did we watch seven yeah. in the same theater? I think you actually told me to see Seven because okay. you came back from it. With, I was like, wilding, man. <laughs> and yeah, I was like, really? Okay, I, I should check that out. And after I saw it, I was hooked. I was like, I got to know what's going on in this franchise. And every single one that I've watched has it, it's wilder than the last one. You've fallen deeper Incredible. and deeper in love. Yeah, it's the... it is the most. I don't know if careless is the word for it, but there's just a, a like. They hold nothing sacred in this franchise. Nothing that they've done before matters ever. Nothing, uh, and especially uh, and with this this first one, it. I, I'm jealous because someday I would like to make a movie that is so 
shamelessly cool and just wears its heart on its sleeve constantly. It's like, we're fucking cool, and I don't give a shit if you think this is dumb. Like, full steam ahead. All gas, no brakes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're it's, going. <laughs> it's 100% cool in the moment. Yeah. With zero concern for a legacy. It's like... <laughs> I don't care if this is cool in a year. This is cool right now, and yeah. I like this. Right, let's now. do it. So bold. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's a bold movie. I think that's what feels so fresh about this one, and all of them, but this one specifically is. I often talk about them as like time capsules. We talk about things as time capsules of like an era, and this one really is like at the moment, two thousand one, coming out of the nineties like into the new millennium uh this hits the screens and is just completely uh i i think it was made relatively cheaply and it was a huge success um obviously spawning a second movie uh <clears throat> but it was actually inspired by a uh an article in a magazine about street racing in LA um, and all the like Japanese, like souped up Japanese cars and stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> which have you have you read the article? No, have you read it? No, I haven't. I I, I was looking at that and I, I kind of want to read it. Is it Racer like X was... by Ken Lee? Yeah, yeah, it's called Racer X. Yeah, yeah I, I just feel like this article must have been insane to inspire this movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like okay, I feel like the article like talks about just street racing and the like the jet souped up like civics and stuff yeah. i feel like that's the part of the thing and just like drag racing and everything else the undercover cop shit probably like it's a totally different thing well yeah i i i i just whenever i see this movie i always want to know is there actually royalty like this in the street racing scene is there a dominic toretto equivalent I would in assume. In real life. I would assume, right? Like, every, right, like... This guy who shows up, and everyone that street races is like, oh, shit. Oh, my God. Oh, my it's God. It's him. It's him. Oh, I it's think so. Him. I would assume that that's the way the, like, just any community kind of works, right? Like, there's somebody that's like, oh, he's hot shit. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Maybe not to that extent, but, uh... Yeah, I'm just I, wondering if it is to the level of, like, royalty that it kind of seems like in this movie, where... Everyone just gathers around Dom everywhere he goes. Everywhere. He's the, the He's, hottest shit in town, man. He is the guy <laughs> leading the charge at every party. At He's, every party. Oh, God. It's ridiculous. I'm, um, I'm getting ridiculously distracted by this article. It's really well, no. good. <laughs> Actually, is it? I, yeah. <laughs> I'm having fun. I want to ask, ask you, Henry. Yeah. Um, because me and Matt, we love this Seasoned franchise. Veterans, and yes. you have never seen one or you've maybe only seen one this is you're new to this whole phenomenon no i've seen i've seen the first one i've seen this before i've seen um torque which feels like it should be a part of this and isn't (laughs) torque's wild no this torque is not a part of this (laughs) this is a different thing (laughs) i've seen tokyo drift i think and i might have seen too fast too furious i really wanted to watch this at one point and i don't think they were really streaming anywhere and i kind of gave up but i know i've seen two or three three of them yeah. i'm so excited to go on this journey with you i am, uh, I am too <laughs> i i hear you guys talk about how sort of like haphazard it can be and just how the stakes just keep getting bigger and bigger and like it's about I'm, to get juiced man uh, yeah i'm looking forward to it just careening off into all sorts of genres um 
Yeah. Yeah. What did you think of this first one? <laughs> um, <laughs> it is ridiculous. It is insane. Um, it's got like um, speed racer vibes at its best moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which uh-huh. I big fan, big fan of. I think they took a lot yeah. of cues from this. Um, the music in this is hilariously dated. Like everything about it I is exactly it. what you said. It's so of its time in this unabashed yeah. way that, you know, is one of those gambles where it's like, this is going to be, this is going to seem old in 12 months and it doesn't matter because when it comes okay. out, it's going to be the most current hot thing ever. Um, yeah, it's trendy. I think trendy is trendy. The, is yeah, the I guess so. And it's just so like, yeah. it's bold. I appreciate that. Um, I have written down that this movie is soaked in drugstore testosterone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it is so macho, but in this way yeah. that I'm just like, was this ever tough? Was this ever like, damn, that guy's hard as hell. Or is it like, was it always like off the shelf? you know it that's the charm of these movies for me is the the testosterone and the masculinity is so just one step over the top to where it almost feels like it's a joke but you're not quite sure Mm -hmm. you're just like i think they know what they're doing but as they the further we go on in the franchise the more you realize Oh, they know exact. They know exactly what they're doing here. Like, well, and so not to jump too far into the future, but I know at this point, The Rock, Statham, and Vin Diesel, right, have all got not even a thought. Well, but they've all got like uh, no lose clauses for their movies and like yeah. the fights and stuff. Is that's, that that's way no? This is. This is pure fast. And okay. Furious. Okay. This is yeah, way yeah, before. This is, yeah. Just checking. Cause like, cause that's, those are the kinds of things that sort of complicate it in my mind, approaching this as this juggernaut of a series, you know, cause I'm, I'm taking into account the stuff I heard about the new ones. These ones are so old that they're like cult classics at this point. Um, and it's, yeah, it's odd because when I try to figure out how self-aware this is, I'm like, it seems like it you know, they know exactly what it is, but then I hear something like the no lose clause in the contract. I'm like, but how do you have that kind of ego and also make fun of yourself? So I'm very excited to see like how that plays out. Cause it's right evolved. now I'm like, this is, this is nuts. And they look like they're having so much fun, but I also hope that they're having a lot of fun and they don't think that this is like, but it is super cool. So I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's fascinating. Yeah. yeah. On it, so yeah it really is those moments that like, they cross the line though mm. that are so endearing to me. Like yeah. at the end of the first race, when Dominic pits, picks up Letty and says like my trophy, yeah, my yeah. trophy. <laughs> really like you literally just said it. Yeah. You the said- thing that all these gross movies are doing and they're like trying to beat around and like, and like, Oh, like, Oh yeah. She's his trophy, whatever. He just says it. He's yeah. just like, yeah, you're my trophy. The woman is my trophy. <laughs> The, yeah, these the movies are shameless. Like they truly are some of the most, <laughs> at least the couple I've seen, the most shameless. shameless. Like yeah. going for it, it's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Speaking of the end of that scene, uh, the last, the first race scene when he, when Dom's talking to uh, Paul Walker, and uh, Paul Walker has this like kind of insane look on his face. He's grinning the whole he's, time. Yeah, he, He's walking around and, and everyone's, everyone's like, like, bro, you just lost. And he's like, charm. yo, yeah, that was fucking, <laughs> yo, I am jacked. He's just like so jacked. He's like, I <laughs> nearly won though. 
And Vin's like, oh, and there's that line where Vin Diesel's like, every racer worth his salt knows Love that it. winning is winning, whether it's by an inch or a mile. Yeah. And part of me was like, and then- I feel like a racer would be more like, oh man, I barely won that one. I got to really, and I, just, nah, I started overthinking it. And then I was like, no, that's not, <laughs> no. That's not the, the best part of that line. The best part of that line reading for me is he says that and everyone's like, yeah. And then Vin Diesel does this thing with his arms where he puts his arms out and he's like, this is my world, basically. Like, is what he does yeah. with his arms. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, this is fucking sick, dude. <laughs> this is oh, wild. man. Uh, yeah, that first race scene is really like. He just did it. Just did it. <laughs> This is so distracting. I've literally just been watching my my screen right. this whole time. For the listeners at home, we're we're talking over Zoom, and Henry has his TV in the background with the movie on. Uh, so we're just every now and then we may reference something. So our apologies, <laughs> dearly. Is that the best Sorry, or Matt, worst idea we've ever had? Sorry, Matt. Go. Yeah, yeah. The the first like race scene really is like the moment that will hook you or you're just completely not on board for the rest of the film. Like yeah. honestly up until then it's, it's a lot of the, the you know, the fight at the grocery store thing, which is then, great, like, which is really fun. Um, but the race is bonkers. The, like the way they shot it and like, Oh, Letty's boots, Letty's flame boots, dude, the huge, huge yeah. platforms, like all the, yeah. yeah the platform how do you drive in those? Boots. Yeah. I love how she gets out of the car in that first scene. Uh, she gets out of the car, flame boots, and it like goes up to her face, and she just looks so like, if anybody talks to me, I'm going to fucking punch them in the face. And it's hot. It's really hot here in L.A. <laughs> like, that's what I was imagining her thinking that whole time. Uh, those introductions are really great, too. And the song that they use uh, when... Uh, the Liam's Hems- Hemsworth looking fucking guy starts like, and him and Paul Walker get in a fight. Oh yeah, Vince. Yeah. Uh, the song is so intense. I think uh, kind of what I said about this goes a hundred miles an hour all the time is from the moment the movie starts, it just slaps you in the face and like wrestles you into submission. It's like, you're, you're going to be on this ride. <laughs> like you can't back out now. It's like, it's constant, <laughs> constant craziness. It's like a careless, like, ride operator at a theme park. They just, like, slam your restraints down, and they're like, all right, good luck. Yeah. They just send you off. Yeah. They don't give you a talk or anything. They don't check it for they're you. Just they like, just... All right, you're in the seat. Go. doink You're going. Uh, I honestly think, watching this movie again, I had the craziest thought. I was like, I think in 10 years, this is going to get a Criterion release. Uh, just because, like, Criterion movies maybe aren't, like the best of the best. That's what people think they are. But this exhibits such a specific point in cinema history. And that influential I feel like it, as well. Yeah. I think it deserves a Criterion release. If anyone from Criterion's <laughs> listening. The Fast and the Furious, please. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I just love that first race scene because they take like all of the heightened car action stuff that, you know, I think back to like Mad Max. You know, it's like, oh, we're going to like cut to the yeah. you know punching of the the pedals and the gear shifting like eh, and they're like what if we go inside the car though what if we see the gas explode what if we like every time we use nas we'll like see it spray we'll see inside the engines and it's like yeah and then the whole world will bend and we're going 150 miles an hour and a quarter mile somehow oh <laughs> uh, i was just trying to put my put myself in like the writer's room for all these moments because some of the stuff is so crazy and I also try to do this thing where picture at this time what 
had been done before and what hadn't, you know, and I'm not going to say like this completely pioneered, uh, you know, like you were saying the shots going through the engine and things like that, but it was pretty early days for that kind of technology. And I wouldn't be surprised if this was, you know, one of the first movies that, yeah, someone was like, what if we, what if we fucking, you know, and just like people throwing ideas that they're like, how can we do that? Also, how can we do that for 38 million? Um, and just like making it happen. It's so trippy too. Some of the, like the, like the way they shot it to look way faster than it is. And there's all this, it's the cars and there's all the blur and everything else. They even squeeze in like, like geeky computer stuff too. That yeah. was like just going out of fashion. Yeah. Yeah. With like the, the computer displays and the bar yeah. graphs yeah. and the like. It's so good. The manifest overload. Honestly, that the, the first race scene is actually still incredibly effective for me. Like, I'll watch race scenes in some movies and I'm like, I don't know, I'm not really feeling the uh, how fast they're going. But this, I think, is aging very well because of our like short attention spans. And like, this race scene actually got my heart pumping, man. They're going fucking fast. They're going so fast you can't even see what's behind them. It's Did just they... streaks of light. <laughs> I know this doesn't actually matter. This is one of those questions that even formulating it in like regarding this movie i'm like that's a stupid question but i gotta know um that that first race was that supposed to be a quarter mile there's actually Mm. a thing here in the the uh trivia that uh i will find if you guys want to keep talking and i can come back because they were going uh, like 150 for about a minute i can it's a two and a half minutes oh yeah it says the first street race was supposed to be a quarter mile i taken practice approximately 10 seconds is how long it should take, but it takes up almost two minutes of screen time because it shows like all the shit and the horse. I love it. Engine. Yeah. Cause like, the engine stuff yeah. felt like 2001 space odyssey too, which I loved the first one. Cause like, doo, 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 and then it comes out and there's all these like rainbow colors and it like goes to white and you're like, like it yeah, just washes over it, your it, face. You're getting high. Like the whole thing. It's, it's like this drug <laughs> yeah. trip where time slows down while also speeding up it stretches this out because if you're Paul Walker, who by the end of this is like doing the 80 yard heavy breathing with the crazy eyes. Um, Cause he's like, for me watching, it, I was like, this is insane. Oh, it's, it's a drug trip. Like this is literally yeah. this high that only lasts a quarter mile at a time. And like yeah. w- whether you win or lose, like that's why people keep doing it. And that's why they bet pink slips because this shit is like addictive. Um, yeah. It's like, it's gambling. Basically. It's like, high octane gambling yeah it's a lot yeah and it's it's kind of the only way they can get away with like the story they told which is a lot of nonsense complete nonsense (laughs) a a lot of the reasons people are doing what they're doing doesn't make sense no if you actually sit down and think about it but they just don't give you time to sit down and think about it. that's the key man every moment is so explosive it's just yeah engaging when everyone keeps saying how much they're they don't say I'm addicted to it, but they, they kind of do. Like Dom being like, I live my life a quarter mile at a time and like yeah, doing man. that whole thing. He's He is justifying, and his attitude sort of is the attitude of everyone where they're like, oh man, I can't picture life without these cars. Like I, this, is the, this is what I do. Like this they make life. it them, it's their whole thing. So yeah, yeah, when they do dumb shit, you're like, yeah, of course you do dumb Whatever. shit. You're, you're hopped up. You're like, you're you know doing the thing. You're, yeah, you've got uh, giant barrels of NOS pumping into your veins. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite lines is actually when uh, Paul Walker comes back from the fight 
with uh, Liam's Hem- Liam Hemsworth. I don't know what that guy's actual name is, but I'm just going to keep calling Vince? him that. Is his name Vince? Yeah, Vince. Yeah, yeah Vince. Vince. He comes back from the fight with Vince, and his boss is like, dude, what the fuck? Like, what, what, why did why'd you fuck with Dom? Like, he's my guy. And then he rushes out after washing his hands, and he's like, I need the biggest things of Nas you got. I need the I need the big, I need this one. No, actually, I need the big barrels. No, actually, give me the I big need barrels. two. Yeah, he's like, give me, <laughs> yeah. give me the big ones. Actually, two of them. Like, he's so <laughs> excited to just go kick ass. I wanted to ask about yeah. that. So, <laughs> Harry, the, the guy who owns that, that auto yeah. shop, does he know he's a, that Brian Spillman I thought, is a cop? So I don't I know. I thought, because look, he's like, Tom's like, well, you fired and like calls the guy. And then the guy, you know, was like, man, you're, you're messing with my business, man. And I thought the next line was going to be, if I wasn't, you know, giving you a good cover, like I thought they were going to get into it. And I thought that's how they introduced it. I completely forgot that later he gets like fake arrested and taken to that. Yeah. Like yeah. 35 minutes. Dude, yeah. Incredible twist, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Like bold, bold move. Not telling anyone that he's a cop, and then 35 minutes into the movie being like, he's undercover. He's been undercover the whole time. Yeah, it's pretty great. But does Harry know that he's a cop? Because they never talk. Brian just walks in and is like, give me that. And leaves. Okay. And I essentially, and he's not doing the work. Like, what does he do? He has to, right? Because that's the thing. Like, he, so he gets this job to be, you know, undercover. He's asking for very, very expensive shit that he is paying for somehow, probably, maybe. Like, Mm -hmm. the guy's got to know, oh, this guy can buy whatever he wants. And I know exactly how much he's paid because he works for me. So, like, what? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah, he must know. But those are the types of questions that uh, I was told very young in my direction career, if you move so fast that you don't give the audience any time to think, you can get away with anything. You can get away with Who any kind of logic. You that? My father. <laughs> in regards to <laughs> in regards to directing comedy, if like if you're directing a comedy and you're moving so fast, don't give anyone time to think about the joke. Because if they think about the joke, it it's already lost. I think the same applies with these kind of action movies where like if you just fucking go then any sort of logic, it doesn't matter. There's no, no yeah. Reason. I definitely prefer not knowing if Harry yeah. knows. Yeah, but it's fun to think to, about to ask the question. Yeah. Just be like, does he know? Because it kind of changes things if he knows. And well, that's kind of the key yeah. to you're kind of saying earlier, one of you guys uh, about just enjoying these movies. If you're down to watch this and kind of not know certain things for certain, or be willing to just keep running and not look down. That's that is kind of the key to enjoying these things, and I feel like Dylan, you and I have, I don't know, been doing that for a long time. Where it's like I'd rather have fun with something than get bent out of yeah. shape about shit that doesn't fucking matter. And you know, if something and they un- they yeah, and they do it too. Like it seems like an intentional thing where they're like, this isn't the point, so we're not going to try to explain anything. Mm-hmm. So if you just switch that brain off, you know, and just have fun, like. There's moments in movies, <clears throat> for some reason, the thing that's coming to mind is in one of the Avengers movies, they talk about time travel, and they do, like, a really, like, long job of, like, trying to explain it and, like, trying to, like, justify it all, um, and in my head, I was like, I wish I was watching a Fast and Furious movie, because they'd spend, like, two seconds on this thing, they'd be like, this car can make us go back in time, and I'd be like, okay, and then they go back in time, and I wouldn't have to deal with any <laughs> shit. Yeah, it would be about, like, what that means yeah as far as them being able to complete and like the risk of it yeah. instead of 
the logistics. Exactly. Exactly. Who cares about how the machine it works? It doesn't matter. Yeah. It truly doesn't matter. It takes matter. you back in yeah. time. It's a DeLorean. Yeah. I don't know. And now I want to, oh man, now I'm imagining like Fast and Furious 25 and like they go back in time, but they go back in time to the first one and they superimpose people into the shots. <laughs> the first one. The Past and the Furious. Yeah. I have a, a big question for, for everyone. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Is yeah. this the spiritual sequel to Point Break? It was insp- the inspirations that I've read of this movie um, include Point Break. Uh, they also include Rebel Without a Cause, Duel, Road Warrior, um, and the Need for Speed and Grand Theft Auto games. So Point Break definitely had some influence. Because I could, on this. I feel like if given enough time, I could like write a short synopsis with vague enough wording that I could be like, what movie is this? Half mm-hmm. people would say Point Break and half the people would Point say Break. Fast and the Furious. Like I yeah. could write a paragraph that's relatively specific about both plots and it just applies to both. The thing where Point Break went wrong is they didn't turn it into a franchise with ten, nine movies and uh, just get crazier and crazier every time. Those idiots. Yeah. <laughs> They just didn't reinvent themselves with every like second or third movie. I think that's what's so fu- like interesting about the whole franchise uh, is that it's been around. This is kind of crazy. It's been around almost as long as we've been alive, uh, minus like five, five or six years or so. Yeah. Um, but it does rebrand itself for every era that it comes out. And there's not a whole lot of movie franchises that you can say besides like James Bond. Mm. Uh, that do that, that have been around for so long and re and try to get the era right of every one that they do. What's really special about this one though, is that they don't recast. It's a continuous story <laughs> that they just keep rebranding. <laughs> right. Well, I'm, I'm <laughs> like James Bond. Every time they want to do a new bond, they just hire yeah. a new bond. Like, True. New I'm, I'm curious Not to here. see if what you were saying about, you know, this, sort of that ethos of like, we are in this specific moment in 2001. This is exactly what we're doing. We don't care if it ages. However, I'm curious to see if that applies to the other ones. Like if I can be like, wow, this is the most 2007 movie I've ever seen. Wow. This is the most. Oh, just wait, wait until you see spoiler. You're going to be like, (laughs) my God, this This, has no reason being in this franchise. This movie is just all green day. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, of the time, what the fuck is up with them getting iced cappuccinos when they're talking? Uh, oh, at the, like the the they're making fun of cops, man. Yeah, but like they're making fun of cops and they're making fun of L.A. and they're making fun of like that whole shit. Iced like, cappuccinos that got on my nerves so it's, it's much. It's the in joke for like the street racers and the people that enjoy the is cars it? and stuff and they hate Do the cops. cops. Drink that's, why, that's how iced I read it. Cappuccinos. Totally. Yeah, I've... they're like look at. <laughs> Considering how like macho this movie is, yeah, I and guess it's, it's in two thousand one. They're like, look that at them. Man, that makes sense. <laughs> they totally would eat ice frappuccinos. <laughs> that's yeah, fair. That's fair. That's that's the cops I know. Because it is very like Puh. I don't want to not. It's just like who drinks iced frapp cappuccinos? I've literally never seen anyone drink iced cappuccinos. I, I made before. one once because yeah, as a barista. Um, yeah, you should know. As, as someone us. who enjoys coffee, cappuccinos. Look, uh, the thing about coffee is it's all the names can mean so many different things depending on where you go. And then to make matters worse, like Starbucks just kind of 
uses them to brand things and it doesn't mean anything. So names for coffee drinks don't mean shit. Even if you know a lot about coffee, it's not like there's the original cappuccino and it's a very specific way. Anyway, all I have to say, there's really no such thing as an iced cappuccino because it it requires like foam and all this shit, blah, blah, blah. So it's kind of a joke at a cafe that like the worst customer ever comes in and orders an iced cappuccino because it doesn't exist. So then that okay. happened. I was like, oh, shit. Because, yeah. <laughs> um, well, then one of our employees like spent like uh, a summer in Greece or something and came back and was like, guys, they gave like they made iced cappuccinos. So I made one one time. Uh-huh. It was actually pretty good. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> I literally just like you make like a, it's basically an iced latte, but then you make foam on top, but not like anyway. Yeah. But Incredible. anyway, all that to say, yeah. not a thing. But also a thing, and kind of good. But if anyone orders, I'm like, no, no, no. no it was no. so weird. Yeah, it's like you want something, <laughs> and it's in like that stein. Four it's in like ice cappuccinos, yeah. big yeah, ass like thing. A fancy. Huge. <laughs> and they're on a there's they're not on a stakeout, but like they're FBI agents in this house. It paper cups, man, paper cups, and like a shitty coffee thing. Nobody's making ice cappuccinos with these fancy ass mugs in like an FBI stakeout. <laughs> Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Yeah, man. I, I I I still think that it is a way of making fun of the cops. I, I think I that's don't. right. I mean, I think the more yeah, you're right to also point to it's such a macho movie that if someone isn't macho, that's bad. You know what I mean? Like that mm-hmm. becomes the meter stick yeah. for everything. Is like, um, yeah, yeah. Like if you aren't hyper masculine, you are shitty. Well, there's also, but I think there's another side to that coin where there's a middle ground macho, right? There's the cops who are not macho. Mm. That there's like the good macho, the like the Paul Walkers and the the Vin Diesels, and then there's uh, Vince macho, which is too far. He's gone too far into the testosterone. Yeah, true. And he's just an ass. He doesn't have enough like self restraint. He gets yeah, mad at yeah. the wrong times about the exactly. wrong things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just. Bad guy, overall douchebag. Yeah, uh, true. doesn't do a redeemable thing in the whole movie. Uh, mm-hmm. But Paul Walker's such a good guy that he saves him in the end. Such a good guy. He still saves him. Just he still saves him with his arm hanging Is up. He, so I can't remember. Did he die? Yes. No. No, no he didn't because yeah, he called in no. the medevac. Vince shows right? up in the fifth one. Wait, who are you talking about? Vince. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about Paul Walker. I was like, yes, he died. What do you... No. He did die. I'm sorry. Yeah, Vince. Vince. I don't know, actually. I don't know if Vince is still alive. He's not. Well, because he... No, he shows up in the... Yeah, they they call him Medivac, and you don't see him die. So, in my mind, I was like, oh, we're... Like, he has the potential to come back. Yeah, yeah. No, No, he shows up in the fifth movie with no explanation. (laughs) He just is there, like, with the gang, and everyone's like, yeah, no, he's been here the whole time, and it's not been the case. Yeah, that's... That's incredible. I don't want to talk too much about the franchise, but they don't hesitate to bring people back, ever. It's like, you want to come back? You want to be back in the movie? Great. Sweet. We'll put you in there. Well, because yeah, I was going to say, how much would it suck to be, you know, someone who was only in the first one? You see what it becomes and how much money they make. And you're like, fuck. Like, <laughs> they'll let you back in. If you want like, in, yeah. you're back in. You just got to have the secret <laughs> knock on the door and then they'll, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, the the great um, barbecue scene uh, mm. where they're drinking yes. Coronas. This is really the heart and soul. This is this is what Fast and Furious really is all about. Would you say it for me, Matt? What's the one word that these movies are all about? Family. <laughs> family. It's all about family. It's all about family. Um, 
I, I think it's why I enjoy this movie so much. Is like the, these the franchise has gone on to like really um, kind of make fun of itself and like really embrace all of these different facets. Of, like introduce new characters and kill off old characters and yeah. whatever. It's just constantly evolving, but it's always building off of something. And this movie is the foundation for all of it. Yeah. And so it's not as extreme into the family side of things. It's not as extreme into like the, the weird uh, respect that everyone has for each other. Yeah. Or like how, you know, street racing culture beats everything in the world. Yeah. Just because it's so strong. And so like from the heart, like, it's it's all here and it's it's just it doesn't know what it's going to become yeah that's that's something i noticed in this one specifically about like the heist stuff is and the more you say it about everything is everything else in the franchise seems to go back to this movie and find something that they haven't explored and pick it and be like all right we're going to do that part of the movie but in like a bigger movie and when people like complain about like oh the new ones are just all about heists or whatever if you watch this it's baked into the dna of fast and furious the heist movies the cops like it's all in there the opening sequence of this is Is a crazy stunt (laughs) sequence that is a heist on a a yeah like a, that semi truck. Yeah, and they that is an insane sequence. Yeah, the stunts stakes are really have definitely good grown. I think. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, of course, it's, it's of course. very funny they that save like the world or something. Yeah, like the object of this one, the object of this heist is. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but VHS players and DVD players. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of Panasonic. Yeah, a bunch of Panasonic electronics. Um, and yeah, by the end they're like saving the world, right? They're you know yeah stopping. Basically. I'm going to assume like terrorists or like, I don't know, armies. Like Honestly, <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I don't remember. I honestly have no idea. Great. The- perfect. <laughs> um, a lot of them are just like revenge movies. Mm-hmm. Like seven is just a revenge movie, but there is a heist built into it somewhere, but it's like, yeah, sweet. I mean, no and that scans too. like revenge well. movies are in the same vein as this, where, you know, if you give someone, a very simple motivation they can mm-hmm. do almost anything and you can just refer back to that simple motivation like as long as you yeah as long as you like you know started off the right way like fucking john wick mm-hmm. right yeah they killed his dog simple. and you know <laughs> they fucked up so you like anything he does yeah. as long as it's within certain rules works for mm-hmm. that and with i can i can very much picture that or it's like they hurt so and so, so we're gonna hurt them back with our right, cars. Right, yeah. um, Incredible, <laughs> which is kind of great. I love that. Yeah. Um, speaking of coronas, uh, another facet of this these whole movies is just shameless product placement as well. Uh, <laughs> my favorite one in this one is actually the Fat Burger advertisement that that guy says. He's like, "You better start going to Fat Burger. You can get a double cheeseburger for two two fifty. I know. I was and like, then I was he like, calls him the F word. Such an elaborate <laughs> like insult. Or he's like, "Hey man, <laughs> you're just like." <laughs> and it works though, because you're like, "Oh, I can get a cheeseburger for two fifty. Yeah, it's it's, right. it's incredibly oh, cool. uh, yeah, it's incredibly <laughs> compelling for an insult." Very cool, very cool. Oh, man. 
the the Corona product placement is such a bittersweet thing because they have since in the eighth mm-hmm. movie they switched away from Corona. I don't buy it for the first time. It was Budweiser, right? Did they go to Budweiser? Yeah, I think it was Budweiser. Oh man, and it's just like that. Did people feel is, betrayed by that? Like, did anyone? I did. forsake the franchise because of it. I certainly yes. Did. Yeah, I mean, I I'm it a big is. Corona fan. I just like Corona, so it was an extra sting for me. That's actually so. It's literally funny. the first like. He's just like. You can have any beer you want as long as it's yeah. That's corona. so foundational. And then like, in the eighth movie, he's just like, "Is oh, there no loyalty?" Now. You know what I mean? Which that line is a reference to something that uh, Henry Ford said about the like the model. Team oh yeah, there. you can have it in whatever color you want as long as it's black. As long as it's yeah, that was a Which, reference. To, but <laughs> oh, for, for an anti-Semitic fascist, very very clever. <laughs> But, like, I just love this reference to Henry Ford and then he as product placement with, out of Vin Diesel's Corona. Mouth in a 2001 yeah, movie like, about street racing. Like, it's the most like sinister aspects of capitalism just like seeping in. It's a reference to this guy who's fucking sold people cars, but it's also product play. It's beautiful. It's like, it, it's, yeah, it's art, true art, the highest level. Yeah. I, I don't think that they intended all of no. that, uh, especially knowing who who wrote this. Yeah, uh, it was written by David Ayer. Woo. Did he wrote right? complete jackass? That guy. I don't know. If my my woo was very sarcastic. Every time I see him show up in something, I'm like, ooh, oh. Mm. I'm gonna be <laughs> honest with you. Hello. This guy sucks at writing. Uh, everything that I've seen that he's done, except for this movie. Uh, has been pretty awful. And he co he co wrote on. Sorry, this. he co wrote um, on. This. this is yeah. punching up, yeah. right? Gary Scott Thompson. <laughs> this is absolutely punching up. Sweet this guy. Yeah, I mean, I know we try to be like nice on the show, especially since like once in a while the people we talk about do hear this. <laughs> a very great once in a while, but yeah, David Ayer. Sorry, your movies are a bit sorry, but rough. Yeah. Not a not a big fan of Bright personally. I don't. Nobody should. That's be. how all. I don't think anyone should be. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit of a mess. Um, but yeah, uh, knowing that, I don't think this movie intended to become what it ended up becoming. It's kind of beautiful. But I think it's just like a perfect well, storm. And yeah, and if you actually look at the script for this, it is a mess. I much it's prefer like that mess. ethos, though. I much prefer the ethos of "Oh, that went well. Let's make more," as opposed to now, where the default setting is. Let's think franchise from the beginning and let's set it up. I let's set it up. So yeah. frustrated and so it. over that. So watching something that just wanted to be dope and then you know, like That's the the post credit scene to this is literally just dumb. Ugh. Like saying his thing <laughs> in Baja and they're like, "You got away," and it's not awesome. like you know trying to set anything That's else it. up. It's just literally. I'm worried. I'm honestly worried about where the franchise is going to go because the whole franchising things is such a big deal now. Mm. They're kind of doing it with Mission Impossible, which is why I love the Mission Impossible franchise so much. Is that it kind of does a similar thing that Fast and Furious does, where like movie to movie they pick a new director and they kind of just let them do whatever they're going to do with it. Mm. Um, and now Mission Impossible's all directed by the same guy, and it's just kind of they're tying all these storylines to be multiple movies and. It just kind of sucks, and it's very nice to see these movies that continue to just do whatever the fuck they're going to do, you know? Mm. Just whatever, yeah. whenever, which is that's the just, true delight. That's just it. 
It's a self. Every every movie is a self contained thing, and if you think about what the next movie does, you think, "Well, this doesn't this really make any makes sense." No but, sense uh, at all. <laughs> why are we doing any of this? Like the next movie has proven that none of this is actually a problem. Yeah, at, at all. Um, um, I do want to point out that the director of this, Rob Cohen, uh, he also made triple x which isn't near as good as this one um yeah. and he also uh directed hurricane heist i don't know if anybody hurricane saw hurricane heist, heist from 2018 yeah. <laughs> uh but it seemed like he was kind of trying to cash in on that fast and furious vibe in like a off-brand fast and furious kind of situation no oh, it's 100 percent what that movie uh, was hurricane heist is about um thieves who try to do this massive heist um as a Category 5 hurricane approaches, uh, they, they yeah, try to... Category 5 hurricane is their cover. Yeah. Because there's a hurricane coming through, it's not going to be defended. So yeah. that gives them their opportunity to do their They're heist. also trying to rob the U.S. Treasury. That's their target. <laughs> yeah. So uh, More power to them. Incredible. More power to them. More power to them. Uh, it seems like he's getting back back into the racing world as well. He's got a new movie that's in pre-production called Speed Hunters. Uh, a colorful team of racers and crew get caught up in into high intrigue around a revolutionary technology threatening to change the world as we know it. Uh, oh man! So let's get back into the racing. <laughs> um, cool. Very cool. I wish. I wish you luck. Yeah. Um. I I kind of want to talk about this. Uh, the scene where Dom talks about his dad and how he beat the shit out of that guy. Uh, mm. Actually, a really harrowing story. Uh, it was actually kind of affected oh, me quite a bit. Yeah, came out of fucking yeah. nowhere. Yeah, in a movie that's like yeah. you know very like it like gets really quiet and you know you've heard that Dom has this violent past and all that and yeah yeah they how does it go they basically reveal that like someone tampered with his dad's car causing it to crash and yeah. like oh my god that fucking monologue where he's like I could hear him screaming. But they said he died on impact. Turns out it was me screaming. Oh. And you're like, oh my god! Like, yo, that's the moment where you were talking about like imagining the screenwriters. I'm imagining the screenwriters writing that and being like, oh fucking, this is so good. Oh my yeah. god, this is so good. And then someone being like, <laughs> wait, should we, should we like go back and make the rest of the script this good? No, 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 Dude, no. No, it no, makes no. this part better. No, no, no. It makes yeah, this yeah. part better. <laughs> the whole justification for that conversation though is introduced the scene before <laughs> that's the that's the kind of like haphazard slap True. together wait so is the scene before these movies that i love where it's like you have no idea that he has this violent history until the scene before when brian is talking to the fbi oh, agents no. and they're like look what he did to this guy <laughs> and then the next scene is them talking in that garage and he explains what happened it's awesome and they just had this idea for this monologue and just were like, uh, I don't know. Maybe Brian will have some kind of moral dilemma about this. Let's like slap in a scene there and then he can do the we're monologue. Good. It'd be good great. To go. Damn. I mean, and that's now it. I want to see that, that whole sequence. I want to see a prequel. I want to see that play out, man. That sounds wild. If I may. <laughs> oh, I think they, I'm, I'm wondering if they might touch on because, it with this new movie. Yeah. Because Jacob. Because Jacob Toretto. Uh, little Jacob spoiler Toretto for you, Henry. Movies. No. The new movie. Okay, well, never mind. I won't talk. <laughs> no, I won't say anything. Um, I'm not trying to be too precious uh, with the spoilers, but also not trying to like know all of it. I, okay, I'm you not know, say you might one might say that this movie is like a custom car. 
it's a mm. bunch of different parts slapped together into <gasps> something shit. that goes really fast. And you know, the car might be in pieces by the end of it, but as long as you get across that finish line, really Henry? doesn't matter how you put mm. it together. You have a incredible thesis for a medium article about how great these movies are. Fuck. They're slapped together. <laughs> I could be Twitter famous together. for a day. Yeah. And some parts are purely cosmetic and serve yes. no purpose. Exactly. Like Hector. <laughs> what the hell does Hector do? <laughs> Wait, which one's Hector? Is he the uh the uh he there's there's Dominic, there's the like Latino dude and there's the Asian dude. Yeah. Hector's the Latino dude. That guy oh, he looks he exactly the same in every single movie that he's in. I've seen him in a few movies. He plays like a couple bit characters. He looks exactly the same. He wears the same clothes. He has the same mustache. He's bald. Same thing. Every time. I, I think the last time you see his character is when Brian is like breaking into that garage mm-hmm. to see to check the tires on their cars. Is he in that scene? And that's it. Like he's not even at Race Wars. No, he's not at Race Wars. What's Terrible the name man? for a racing he's event, by the way. I don't know how that made it past. I know. Race and they Wars. lean into literally it. everyone. They never change it. <laughs> I'm they never re- change it? Do they come back to it? Yeah, they revisit Race Wars again, yeah. and it's oh my. still Race that Wars. That was one of the like proposed titles for the movie, was Race Wars, Racer X. <laughs> <laughs> and then they... Wait, are you serious? No, I'm not kidding. Yeah, Race Wars, Racer oh my X God. was one of them, but then they, they bought the rights to the Fast and the Furious movie that was made in the 50s that isn't about this at all. They bought the naming rights to it so they could name this movie the Fast and the Furious. That's incredible. Yeah, I completely forgot this was a, technically a remake. No, they just took the name. They just stole the name. It has yeah. nothing to do with <laughs> So when they first show like the racing world and you know, you're kind of seeing it from Brian's point of view mm-hmm. and it's all these like um cliques of people and like gangs and like they're trying to show you like, yeah, there's all these different worlds mm-hmm. and it is like noticeably racially segregated. Um yeah. first of all, felt very like very 2000s for some reason that it was like and here's the asian gang here's the black gang here's the latino yeah. gang and here's the white like, guy and, and here's the <laughs> random ass white guy um main character Woo. um and i guess my question is which which group would you uh have chosen to hang out with if you had to if you had to choose and I guess the, the Toretto gang can be thrown in there as I well i mean the Toretto gang well, then it's going to be yeah cuz we don't i don't sure. really know those other those other People, you only really get to see him once. Um, you get that one scene with the dude who like touches that lady's boob, <laughs> and she's I like, would, <laughs> "I'd probably hang out with Hector though, because like all we see him do is like race and then hang out at a restaurant with all his friends." It does seem pretty chill. Yeah, he, he seems really, he seems super cool because he walks up to to um, Paul Walker's character and is like, "You you think it's introduces yeah, you himself. think it's going to be tense?" He's, and like, he's like, "Hey man, what's up? I'm Hector. I can't pronounce my last name." <laughs> Yeah, he's and just like, like a super nice guy. He just hangs out. Yeah, know. he seems like a cool guy. Yeah, Hector seems like a nice, I don't know, intro to the racing world. Seems pretty chill. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I'd probably hang with yeah, him. Yeah, definitely. I agree. Uh, that would be a fun one. N- not with Johnny Chang, though. Or Johnny Tran. Johnny Tran. Johnny Tran. Oh, yes. yeah. Those guys are intense. They are intense. His, uh, I can't remember what his like, sidekick's name, but with the snakeskin <laughs> pants. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm yeah. so glad someone in the movie said something, because he shows up with snakeskin pants, and I was like, it, oh, shit. if no one mentions the snakeskin <laughs> pants, I'm... I'm qu- I quit. I'm, I'm I done. Quit. Yeah, I quit. 
I don't know yeah. if I can do these movies if no one's going to mention those pants. Um, what's with the color balance on the final truck heist? Like, it looks like they were like, let's do day for night. Wait, yeah, actually, let's not. not. To, right? Wait, they're in the desert, okay, though, right? It's like, it's hot. It's, you know, is it not? Well, it's not very bright. It's just kind of dark. Oh, I don't. I didn't even think about that. I didn't it's, notice it. Yeah. Yeah. I implore you to go back and watch it because it, it's it's kind of set. I can't remember the scene before it, like what time of day it is, but they go out and it, I honest to God could not tell you if it was supposed to be day or night, but they clearly shot it during the day. Very strange. Very strange. Also, it's, um, it's really unclear who is actually doing these heists because we see Dominic do the one at the end. Yeah. Yeah. But the electronics are in the garage of Johnny Tran, and the cars are in Hector's garage. So, like, who is actually behind them? Isn't it? Dom, I, this though, is the first right? time I've actually tried to. This is the first time I tried to piece it together, and it doesn't make sense. What? I don't know. I, guess, I just assumed I guess it, it would was be Dom, Dom, but like, yeah, because that's what they tell okay, us, yeah. right? No idea. I have no idea. That's what they tell us after, mind you, one of the most frustrating parts about this movie. The FBI guy is like, we're we're doing the fucking raid. And, and Paul Walker's like, no, nah, dude, like we don't have enough evidence. He's like, fuck you, man. We're doing the raid. And then it doesn't work out. And then he comes back. He's like, you fucked up. And he's like, no, dude, you're the one who told me to do it. <laughs> and he's like, I'm yeah. going to blame you because I can blame whoever I want. <laughs> They even yeah. give they even give Paul Walker a call though the morning Why? that they're gonna do it, <laughs> and they're like, "We'll do this if you say yes." And he says yes, and he has no reason to no, say he, yes. No, yes. no, 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 no. For real. He says yes what? if you want to join. He's like, "We're gonna raid these motherfuckers. If you want to come, say oh, yes." Is that what that was? Yeah, and he says yes because he's like, uh, "Yeah, I want to okay. come." But why would you want to? That was my thing. Is like, why is Paul Walker? You're undercover. You're undercover. Why do you want to be a the, part of the put raid? The yeah, but why would you want to be a part of the raid? Like, doesn't he end up doing something? Thing, he ends up no, like no he's just there during the raid i thought he like especially oh. when they make it a big point earlier where they're like you never know who's watching like we gotta be careful we gotta arrest you really <laughs> yeah. well and then and he's it like, just isn't a thing he just walks up he's standing out in the open I mean, he's air got the thing with on. all of the other cops yeah, I, and then he puts on his gear in that parking it's lot, pretty awesome like, and that whole scene the the intercut scene between like uh, them building the car with that crazy fucking like intense music and the raid and then uh, and Dom and Letty start having sex and the raid's going on. It's <laughs> <laughs> it's so wild, really wild choice to intercut those two. I think scenes. there's like Marilyn Manson playing or something. <laughs> yeah. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. It's fucking wild, yeah. man. Um, <clears throat> I, something I noticed about Paul Walker uh, is he has. A lot of the same energy that Hayden Christensen has, but he has the it thing, the it factor that Hayden Christensen, I feel like, never really had. They're they're very similar in the way that they act. They've got very piercing eyes when they're, like, looking at somebody, but Paul Walker has this kind of likability about him that forgives every weird acting choice he's ever done, yeah. I feel like. yeah. He's great though. I I love him. He's oh yeah. Paul, I feel like it. It sounds so superficial, but it kind of comes down to just like basic appearance. Where like both of them are very handsome men, but Paul Walker kind of has this like slightly angelic statuesque thing going on, mm-hmm. and Hayden Christensen kind of just has this like brooding thing going yeah, on. Yeah. Which in combination with his yeah, some of his acting choices or some of the lines he's been given, you're like oh. yeah. 
and Paul Walker can kind of get away with it just because he looks, you know, the way he does. He's a, yeah. yeah, he's a, a California boy. California I, I just boy. love how dumb his character is. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> he's just like a little, a little slow. Yeah. I mean, he does talk his way out of getting shot. That's which true. Is, I did not know how he was going to get out of that, and he, he like kind of crazy eyes and like yeah. like speed talked his way out of it. He was like, I just doing reconnaissance. They got, they're going to kick our ass on that thing. I can't afford a, a 10 second car. So I'm just, I'm going to, and then what's his face was like, so you're going to do this to everyone we're racing against. And Paul Walker's like, yeah, yeah, that was my plan. Yeah, that was my plan. Like, I was going to look in everyone's garage. It's also fairly obvious that he's lying because he's so nervous. He's like, I, I, yeah. I need a 10 yeah. second car. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't you me, don't you me. <laughs> I mean, just like even going back to the Nas thing, like when he's like, I need to, I need to put Nas in my car. Just give me the big one. Just give me two of them. I just want a bunch of it. And he's like not a good driver. No. He's a good driver, but he's not the best. No, he's not. Yeah, he, uh, he granny shifts and he doesn't double he clutch. Doesn't, so he doesn't double clutch. Yeah, but he knows. Uh, he used to lift cars, so he knows how to. He knows how to get away. I love the shots of Vin Diesel in the car when he's driving and he's holding on to the the like uh, upper Looking upper terrified. rail. Yeah, like oh fuck, dude! Like <laughs> you're gonna kill us. And I, I well, like to think he was in the car with a professional like stunt driver, and they were just like. He just, had the look. Just roll. He had the look like he was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which, honestly, like, that's the thing, too, is you can be a completely amazing driver. You can be used to the speed and everything else. I don't think that means that you'll ever be used to being in a car with someone else driving even a fraction as, like, mm-hmm. fast or as dangerous as you do. Yeah. Because you're not in control. You don't, mm-hmm. like... It's like when you're driving and you can do some crazy shit when you're the only one in the car, but the second there's someone in the car with you, you're like... Oh my god, I am like really jerky, right? <laughs> yeah. Like it it just highlights cuz like you you know to lean when you turn, but the person next to you is like Jesus Christ, like it's so much more frightening to be the passenger yeah. than it is to drive fast or to do crazy shit. Absolutely. Which you always forget until you're the passenger and you're like, "Oh, oh my god." <laughs> it's weaving. Uh speaking of weaving and moving, uh this movie does a lot of like I feel like setting up an expectation for something and then just kind of like Neh. We're going to do something else. Uh, <laughs> the one that really jumps out to me is when uh, uh, Jesse bets his dad's car, that really sick VW, and he loses at Race Wars. And then he runs, and you're like, all right, they're going to go, f- they're the, gonna go the find that's Jesse. The that's the plot. And then right as they're about to go do it, he comes back and he's like, I'm so sorry. I don't know what the fuck's Dude, going on. Yes. Yeah, literally, like, fucking Dom's got a shotgun. <laughs> Brian's got a fucking pistol. They're pointing them at each other. They're yelling. It's like the heightened thing in the movie. He's like, he's like, you don't get it, man. I'm gonna go find Jesse. And then Jesse literally like shows up. I'm like right as he says that. And I was like, oh, uh. and I was half expecting both of them to be like, oh, oh shit. Oh. It seems like again they write themselves into these corners and then are like. We can't get out of this corner. We need to. <laughs> he parked behind him. I don't know what yeah, to do, man. Yeah, they're trying to get themselves out of these corners because it's like they set up this whole long chase to go find Jesse, and they're like, "I'll well, just come back. He'll come back. He's a nervous kid. Like, 
he'll just come back and then we'll we'll go to where you we want to go. Home, you know, yeah. it, it'll make sense. Which yeah. my favorite little piece of trivia about that uh, Volkswagen Jetta that he drives, uh, it was later purchased by Frankie Muniz. Frankie Muniz owns Ooh. that VW. <laughs> huh. That further cements this movie in an era. Because, <laughs> yeah, exactly. When? I want to know when he bought it. I don't it. know. And I also want to know what the process for getting it was. Like, anytime there's movie props or whatever else, it's, you know, that could have been someone's actual car. It could have been made for the movie. There could have been, you know, I mean, more than one made, depending on if it was, like, crashed or did any stunts. Was it in storage? Was someone driving it? Like, that, I want to know that story. I think a lot of the car, I think. I would assume people have a lot of these cars from the movies because, like, they're yeah, pretty iconic right. cars, and they're uh, most of them are real. Like, they're real, like street racing cars. <laughs> most of them are actual cars. Well, no, not. but you know what I mean. Like, sometimes um, no, they like know, you know, know put a, a car body think... in a different engine. <clears throat> oh fuck! I love this scene. Sorry, not to distract. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they just randomly race this asshole in a Ferrari. Yes. Um, but going to get. Do trim. you think as it went on? in people's contracts as they get more leverage and get more star power. Do you think they wrote in clauses that were like, and I get to keep two cars of my choosing from the production? Probably. Uh, I know there, there is some trivia about the vehicles uh, that I did find that I will look for right now. Um, But of those cars, Dom only ever drives domestic cars. He never drives in any of the movies. He except for one, he drives a BMW in one of them. But in all the movies, he only drives domestic cars. I love that it's like it's badass. He only drives cars from the U.S. Only, from, yeah, yeah. Fast and Furious Six. Yeah. He drives a BMW except, once, except that one time. Except that one time. Except, that one time. <laughs> except he briefly drove a BMW. <laughs> That's funny. Briefly. Ten seconds of screen time. <laughs> Undercut that character trait of his. Um, one of the cars, the ni- the green 1999 Mitsubishi Eclipse that Paul Walker mm. drives at the start is mm. also used in the movie Sex Drive. If either of you have seen Sex Drive, it's in that movie I as well. I, I never ended up watching that one, unfortunately. <laughs> it was, I don't know. I, it, I watched it a long, 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 long time ago. Um, was it featured prominently or did it just show up? It was in one of the scenes. Uh, I can't remember. Oh. Yeah, I can't remember oh. what it was. Um, I can't find any of the the stuff about the cars though. There was something about somebody owning cars, or I don't know. Oh, here's one: uh, <clears throat> the Honda S two thousands driven by Johnny Tran and Suki in Fast and Furious One. They're also driven by them in Fast and Furious Two, respectively. Are actually the same car, uh, and the S two thousand was rented from a real life owner who also had a cameo in the movie. Uh driving a white honda civic so a lot of them are real like street cars okay hold on yes did you just say that i gotta look something up i gotta is is johnny tran in the second movie apparently it says he died wait no 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 no. i'm sorry i'm sorry sorry no 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 no. (laughs) just the car the car uh who's no suki is in the second one and she drives the same car do you remember Suki in the second one? Okay, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes a little bit more yeah, sense. Yeah, sorry, I was like, wait a sorry, minute. Sorry, sorry, sorry. It's the same car though. She drives the same car that uh, Johnny Tran had in this one, which is, I guess, kind of cool. Dope. Yeah, dope. 
<laughs> cool, 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 cool. I was cool, really cool. upset by that. I was like, they did a whole close-up <laughs> shot, eyes open, checks his pulse. Oh, God, that guy's He's dead. dead. <laughs> you know what? That's the, the craziest bit about it is that you don't put it past him. When everyone, anyone dies in this franchise, you, they're not dead. Like, you will not put it past them go. to bring them back somehow or in some elaborate way, as you will find out a little bit later, Henry. Um, yes. <clears throat> speak, fair, speaking of fair. Point Break... Uh, the Fast and Furious, this movie also takes some inspiration. They share the same locations um, when the FBI agent goes undercover to infiltrate uh, bank robbers. But I think that beach scene with the uh, when they're eating shrimp and Paul Walker's like mm-hmm. really having a hard time eating shrimp. He's like he's like going to town on the shrimp, man. He's like really nervous. <laughs> it, delightful. That uh, location was also used in uh, Point Break. So, oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Um, I could talk about this movie forever, so uh, yeah. unless you guys have anything else to say, let's move on to our, our favorite frames of the uh, the movie. Um, I only Yeah, I guess only thing. With a movie this macho, obviously, there's kind of the obvious, like, you know, portrayal of women. Oh, yeah. It's tricky. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I know as it goes on, you know, like Michelle Rodriguez especially has pushed for more like female uh not like directors but what is it writers i, I think she yeah. she like was gonna walk if they didn't add more female writers to the production um and sort of just in the general like it, it sounds like from what i've heard in later ones it's a bit better about that this movie is definitely <laughs> from 2001 yeah in oh, in yeah, that definitely. sense yeah uh, it's it's high moments are what I love about this movie. Yeah. There are many lows. Yes, <laughs> with the portrayal of <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty much anybody that's not Paul Walker. It's just <laughs> it's like not very good. Everything's a little insensitive yeah. and a little like Ugh, at, yeah. at least a little bit off. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Which the craziest yeah. bit about it though is that in the later ones, um, some of the female characters do get better, and they like they're a little bit more formed but the thing that never leaves is the it's in every one of them is like the 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 street race they're at the street race and there's this low angle shot and there's like a bunch of women and and like bikinis or something (laughs) just it's in every single which which is kind of what racing culture is is, (laughs) yes i was gonna say i think part of that is like that's just kind of what the culture can be like. Yeah. Like I know, you know, even I know motorcycle, like the motorcycling world a lot more than I know the, the car world. Yeah. And yeah, part of it's just kind of like that. It's just the demographic yeah. is kind it's of weird. stuck in this place where that's just, yeah, that's normal. And like, yeah. you know, umbrella girls at motorcycle races and, you know, models to like show off different things. And it's, it's just car yeah. culture. That's yeah. 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 I think it's exaggerated in this, but it's, that is actually kind of accurate to the culture, which you can honestly, you know, it's not pick as at, it's not as bad as I thought it would have been. And it, there's much more bigger offenders of it in other movies from this era, yes. which is surprising to me. Well, and in a kind of in a Even way within was, this franchise, I think, yeah, yeah, there there are other entries specifically that are a lot the worse third one. It. I hate to say yeah. this, <laughs> the third one is really <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. Um. Yeah, well, and someone had a good point. I think I was listening to, before we decided to watch this, I was listening to uh, the Bechtel cast, and they did an episode on this. Mm. Uh, the podcast specifically focuses on, like, uh, uh, 
representation of women in film, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. And they were talking about how, you know, even though it is this macho culture and women are literally lifted up and macho and that kind of thing, like for all that, people are still like the women are still for the most part, like active in these things, if not in the best way, like the lady that walks up to a Ja Rule and like puts his hand on her boob and is like, <laughs> this, is yours. like this is what you get if you win. Yeah. Um, like she's the one doing yeah, that yeah. and she's the one who's like, fuck you, you didn't win. Like yeah. the people who are participating, at least the way it's portrayed, everyone's participating actively to some extent. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Letty is like um, a kick-ass, dr- she's a fucking badass. Exactly. They, they so yeah, like that. she's shown to be capable, even if her character isn't particularly, yeah. you know, deeply written or whatever else. But yeah. within the context, like, yeah, there is a lot worse out there, even though like a lot of times they're kind of relegated to eye candy. For I mean, the most part. they do it's, have some agency. Even Mia mm-hmm. is like actively pursuing Paul Walker and yeah. is a great driver. There's that one when scene she's where, when she's not literally, literally making, making sandwiches. sandwiches. <laughs> or literally washing dishes. Yeah, or, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yes, yes. Yeah, there are. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mia has uh, a few problems. She's, yeah, her character. <laughs> what they gave. Yeah. Um, but all in all, yeah, for, for such a macho movie, I think taken in context, it's, yeah, I think there's a lot worse offenders out there, which is kind of surprising. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Yeah, I mean, you look at a James Bond movie. Yeah, for Literally real. <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, so, yeah. rad. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about our favorite images. Do you guys have a couple favorite images from this one? I do. Hit hit I mean, it, boys. Yeah. So mine's yeah. from the uh, from that first race, which is very speed racer ish. I think yeah. I I liked that the most because of that connection. Um, yeah, we should also do Speed Racer at some point. That would be a, a great, be uh, like, side dish to mm-hmm. this little series. Um, there's an overhead shot that happens for a split second, like all of the shots, where it's straight down and it's the the road with all the people on the sides cheering, and it's the cars going meow, and they're in this like angle. They're in this, you yeah. know, one, two, three, four. And then they're going along, and it just is so cool, and it's very That's, speed racerish. Hell yeah, that's sick. Yeah, it's a good beautiful, one. Matt. I got to go with the family barbecue. Ah, oh, incredible! Got to go with the family barbecue. That's a good one. It's just uh, it, it's it <laughs> be, has become such a meme within the franchise itself, mm-hmm. and just to watch it and have it be so pure of heart, it's just like. Hey, you know what? This would be a nice breath to have in the movie right here. Absolutely. Let's just like actually just sit down for a second and enjoy the characters. Yeah. It's really nice. And it's kind of surprising they, they did it and it made the cut. Yeah. Hell yeah. But I, I really enjoy it. I'm like, yeah. Rad. Um, I, there was and you see like downtown LA in the background and stuff. And it's just picturesque. like, it's cool. Picturesque. There was two ones that I had to choose from. One was one that Matt reminded me of that when I watched it again, I was like, sick. And it's when uh, Paul Walker, uh, in the last chase, he's chasing those motorcycles, the 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 Johnny Tran gang. He's chasing those guys, and he does this uh, handbrake turn, and then immediately pulls out his pistol and goes boom, 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 and shoots at him out the window. Uh, that shot was awesome. But the one that I'm going to pick actually, <laughs> that was pretty cool. Was pretty cool. Uh, is the establishing shot of Toretto's in Echo Park. Um, 
only because I recently that was Echo Park, yeah, dude. I okay, because yeah. I don't know LA that well, and I was like, this looks so fucking familiar because that's like okay. Silver Lake Echo Park area is like the only area I know anything about. Sorry, no, no, no. It's yes that the the reason that I recognized it was uh, our friend Nate. He lives in Echo Park, and I helped him kind of move his stuff when he moved in. This was like almost a year ago now. And you guys grabbed lunch at Toretto. He's right on uh, Sunset Boulevard. And when I left, I turned right on Sunset and then I turned right on the street to get to the freeway. And literally, right to my left is this market called Bob's Market. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And it's in this little triangle. And then I watched this and I was like, oh, shit. Nate lives right next to Toretto's. Like, that's the spot. <laughs> It's amazing. Yeah, it was. It's incredible. Uh, and once we get Nate on the show, because Nate enjoys these movies as well, uh, he's got a great movie moment that's essentially Fast and Furious that happened right outside of his house. Uh, and we leave you in suspense there. Ooh. Ooh. Um, okay, so this is actually going to be my favorite part of this whole series. We get to pick a fool, somebody who embodies the spirit of the movie. And because these movies are such ensemble pieces... Every one we do is going to be different, or it might be the same. So I'm curious, uh, who's your favorite character in this one? Why is there, why are they your favorite character, and why should we make them the fool? Damn. Um, mm. Mm. It, it, I mean, it, it feels like Paul Walker's movie, <laughs> you know? Yeah. He's the twist. He's the one kind of stirring things up, driving everything yeah um i love dom in this though but the best part about it is we'll get to pick dom later because he's got his own movies <laughs> <laughs> yeah right like yeah. i feel like because uh, i was going to ask you guys you've seen the other one so you have a sense of you know the spread and you have a sense of like oh this one's definitely michelle rodriguez's this one's definitely the, the, okay the rock shows up at some point oh, right fuck My, yeah, it does. Oh, yes, he does. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah so like Everywhere. Wait, fucking Jason Statham shows up, He's right? He's in them. Yeah, yeah, Jason Statham. Helen Mirren Helen Mirren is in these fucking movies. <laughs> I, okay, that's the only thing. I haven't seen these, but I remember hearing about her expressing interest, being like, oh, yes, I'd love to be in those movies. Fuck and then, yeah. like, showing, actually, like, making her way into them. Yeah. Incredible. It's beautiful. Yeah. Um, I... I- I like that these are just a romp. It's just well known. That, like, oh yeah, I'd love to be in them. They're a romp. They're a romp. Yeah. Uh, Matt, what would you... Dame Helen Mirren. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Matt? Who's the character? Yeah, for me, uh, Paul Walker is like the obvious choice. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't... I mean, there, there's a trivia on IMDb about this, but they were considering a number of people oh, for his role. Like, a bunch uh, of weird ones. Um, I've, Eminem was considered. I've got I think uh, Mark Wahlberg. Christian Bale. Yeah, Christian Bale, and like, all, and you think of any of them in that role, and it, the whole movie would fall apart. Completely different, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I really Wild. think he carries it. But if you're talking about just embodying like the positive things that I really like about mm-hmm. it, and just to throw a curveball, maybe Hector, because he is just a nice guy <laughs> who just races. <laughs> He just shows up and races, and he's just like, hey, man, how's it going? Uh, it's true. Let's have a good time. Hector's hella chill. I hope he never comes back in any other movies, right? I don't think so. That's, he could. He probably, he probably is will. in the second yeah. one, for all I know. I, I can barely remember the second movie. It's Man. Okay, well, hold on. When you guys say second movie, are you talking Too Fast, Too Furious, or are you talking yes. uh, Tokyo Drift? That's the third Tokyo one. Tokyo Drift is the third entry. That's the third one? Yeah. Yeah. 
So uh, again, this like wasn't supposed to be a franchise. They just, yeah, yeah. you know, they did a second movie and it didn't do very well because honestly, it's not very good. Yeah. It's not. <laughs> um, and so the third movie has like none of the original cast in it, save for like a, a brief little like, cameo from Don. Brief cameo at the yeah. end. They show up in Japan um, like, hey, yeah. yeah. Um, and and the third movie kind of like saved it as a franchise because it like Tokyo Drift. I don't know, like yeah, Tokyo Drift because it like okay. reignited interest in it because the second mm. movie wasn't very good, and if they did another one that was like that, they they fail probably just would have died there yeah. there wouldn't have been any point in continuing unfortunate so um, but okay but and i know we'll get into this with that episode but isn't tokyo drift like controversially the worst or notably like it's seen as the worst one yes it is by, it is, by true fans apparently yeah so yeah. people that don't care about this franchise typically have it. only seen and only like tokyo drift that's incredible not my opinion um, personally it's it's kind what? of the crowd pleaser, but the um, out of like the diehard fans, yeah, yeah, it's considered like the worst because it it doesn't have any of the characters. It's it's really isolated. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's weird. Wait, Dylan, what's yeah. what's not your opinion? Uh, we'll say this again when we watch the third one. Uh, I watched the third one expecting to like it a lot because it's kind of it's Tokyo Drift. It's got neon lights in the poster, um, and I kind of expected <laughs> to have that opinion that Matt was saying about like non-fans really liking that one i didn't like it very mm-hmm. much i was not a huge fan but i'm excited to watch it again because i haven't seen it in two or three years so I, it may grow on me a little bit i just think it's hilarious <laughs> i think it's so like misguided yeah yeah, yeah. that it's funny i, I don't think it's That's good fair. in the same way that i enjoy this one okay. i enjoy it in a totally different light right. like the 35 year old playing a 16 year old wild is wild okay ridiculous <laughs> Let's pump. Let's, let's, so let's pump the brakes. Yeah, let's pump the brakes on that one. That's cool. Um, We're not going to go any farther. Down I think that, I'm going to agree with Henry here. I think uh, this is this is Paul Walker's jam. Uh, yeah, it's, he seems like you know he's the Johnny Utah of uh, the Fast and Furious. He's the Johnny Utah. Who's Johnny Utah? Oh, sweet sweet child. <laughs> Who's Johnny Utah? Are you going to answer my question? <laughs> <laughs> Point Break, baby. Oh fuck yeah! Johnny Sorry, Reeds. I haven't I haven't seen that movie in a very long time. <laughs> Agent Johnny Agent Utah. Johnny Sorry, Utah. I, I feel like you would have you would have known better I if I yeah, re- referenced him by his full thank title. Thank you. Yes. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, I think this is this is Paul Walker's movie, and I think Vin Vin's got like three movies. Uh, so I think for me, this one goes to Paul. Yeah. Yeah. And and Hector's really great too. It's uh, Hector's. Wonderful. I mean, he's like he's hardly a character. It's true. He's just that actor. <laughs> well, okay. Hold on. I'm going to throw something in here. Uh, Hector doesn't oh. show up ever again in any of the movies. But Paul Walker's got seven to that we can pick him one for. So That's if we're point. ever going to pick Hector, it's going to be now. <laughs> uh, we will never I, get to pick I, Hector. I, ever honestly, again. looking forward though, I can't think of one of the films that I would pick. Paul Walker, really? That's the heart and soul. What about the seventh Again. one though? That's like the love letter I'll, I'll to him. Seven. Yeah, that would be that would be the one. Yeah, but like that also feels like a weird one because he's only in half of it, and the rest is like CGI a, like him. His brother. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Hmm. And so, I mean, yeah, if, like looking forward, knowing the other movies, I would have a hard time picking him for any of any of the other ones. Any of them? That's fair. I well, we don't have to. Oh, yeah, I feel All like right, fine. We'll do. 
Hector's honor, honorable mention. Honorable but. mention. <laughs> yeah, honorable mention. You can draw him in the background just being like, hey, man. <laughs> it's nice to meet you. Well, welcome to the race. Draw the meeting. Welcome to race wars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, welcome to race wars. What side are you on? <laughs> <laughs> what side are you on? We got t-shirts over there. Uh, Pick the one. Incredible. Um so Ooh. this has been the first installment of our Fast and Furious series with our Fast and Furious Fast and expert Furious and frames and fools and yeah, fast <laughs> the fastest furious the frames Otherwise and the fools. Yeah, this <laughs> <laughs> this one's called the frames and the fools. Uh, the next episode will be called two frames, two fools, uh, and we'll pick two <laughs> fools. Actually, <laughs> wait, okay, okay, I know, okay. So normally, obviously, our, our titling like schema is yeah. to do you know the number of the episode and then like a, a kind of funny subtitle. Yeah, not are today. we literally just gonna do yeah the the number and then. The frames and the fools, two frames, two fools. Like just I think we literally. should do that. Yeah. I think we'll do yeah. Yes, the frames good. and the fools featuring Matt. That'll be like the series. We'll just keep doing it for on and on and oh on. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, when, and we'll have the fourth one. Will be frames and fools, and, or fifth, fourth or fifth. Uh, fourth yeah, one, frames and it will confuse everyone. And one of them, the fate of the, the fate fools. of the fools, is it the Fast and the Furious <laughs> or Fast and Furious. Incredible, um, and we're also gonna Fools eight. we're also gonna have some more guests on as well. Matt will be with us on the whole journey, uh, but we also have a couple other uh, Fast and Furious fanatics to bring some on. Fast some heads, fast heads. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll have a so lot wait, more to contribute as we get into the later ones, same. and a lot of questions start to come they up do. about. So, how am I am I understanding together? it right that Matt is going to be our constant companion, and we are going to bring yes. on? other weary travelers yes. on this we journey. will bring yeah other weary travels Perfect. on travelers uh maybe some people who haven't seen them before uh i don't know okay. anyone who wants to come on is is fully welcome that, that is ideal people who are new to the franchise mm-hmm. that's always a delight incredible fantastic <laughs> especially if you're jumping in in the middle and you're like what the that's, hell is going in, on if anybody's wondering how to experience these movies i highly recommend watching them in random order just pick one and watch it don't watch them in sequential order because part of the fun of these movies is trying to figure out what the fuck is going on in the whole time <laughs> well so how do, how do you want me to do it then? well you're doing it with us so we're doing them in order <laughs> okay <laughs> you'll you'll get the, the theatrical release here's first. the best yeah. way to do it henry fuck, fuck you <laughs> we need to come up with like the best order for this like how people the machete for, order you know star wars oh yeah like yeah fucking yeah. machete i wonder I mean, total we, sidebar. Yeah. Is there? A, I wonder if there's a new order to watch Star Wars now that there's probably, or do they just get tacked on the end of Machete? Well, Order? I feel like it doesn't count because those other three ones weren't made by George Lucas, so there is no mirroring True. of anyone's journeys. Yeah. It's just kind of because like, they do kind of throw off the circular thing, and yeah. like they also kind of sidestep the whole Anakin deal. Anyway. You could also watch them in chronological order. These ones, so that would go uh, fast. The uh, Tokyo Drift. Would be the chronological order of these movies: Tokyo Drift, uh, Fast and Furious Seven. Uh, what? And then the first one, and then the rest of them go up from there, right? I'm wait, no, because I'm what? trying to. <gasps> no, 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 because I think it's one, two, three. Yeah, I still haven't figured out where four slots in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think four happens. <laughs> 
I think it goes. <laughs> I got to think about this a little bit. But you know, but really though, because like uh, seven takes place at the same time that the third one does. Tokyo Drift takes yes. place. Yeah. So yeah, those take place at the same time. Yeah. So technically, all the ones after it happen at, just right after Tokyo Drift. Well, wait. No. Okay. This. Okay. So okay. So technically, it'd probably go one through six, and then three, and then seven, and then eight, nine, ten, eleven. You know. Yeah. A four takes place after one and two five takes place both before three and after three (laughs) i'm gonna make a rule for this no one's allowed to look up the actual order and we're gonna try it we're gonna do a little bit of this every single episode we're gonna be like all right I think I'm gonna have like a, a board on my wall. With <laughs> yeah, be the, just like, yeah, yeah, exactly. The Charlie Day meme. <laughs> it's like yeah, uh, Pepe Silvio. Yeah. <laughs> uh, incredible. Okay, uh, so thanks everyone for watching. Uh, to to play us out, uh, we're just gonna have the the last uh, the last jam that is in the movie. It's a real good one. Uh, here is uh, Jaw Rule for everyone. I hope you like it. This has been the Fools in the Frames episode one. Join us next time for Two Frames, Two Fools, the Fast and Furious series with our great friend, Matt. Thank you for having me on. Of course. Of course. We'll see you fools next time. Fuck you. It's murder, murder. You know it's murder, murder. We scream it, we yell it, we live in.